0: Okay, welcome back to Big Fan Podcast. We're here with Anne once again for kind of a different episode. Usually, Anne and I do very serious, more self-help kind of episodes, and today we just decided—you know—it's been a month, and it's mm-hmm. only the second week of November, yep. and we're ready to do something a little more freeing and light. So, Anne, do you want to introduce what we're going to talk about today? Yes. So
1: today, to kind of change the tides with mm-hmm. Anna and Nikki conversations, because we all need a break, let's be real. Yes. Um, we will be talking about The Bachelorette.
0: The Bachelorette. <laughs> How much of a fan have you been of The Bachelorette up until this point?
1: Okay. I'm a little new, I will admit. Mm-hmm. I've resisted for a very long time and I've worked front desk with a team of 20 women. So it's come up a lot mm-hmm. and I've managed to resist and that was just up until was that just last year Hannah okay. B and Luke's conversation about Oh my
0: gosh, about um sleeping yes. yourself until marriage. Right, yeah, and
1: that came across on my YouTube algorithm. I watched that in the rest is history. so i'm I'm new on this ship here.
0: I can't <laughs> believe that that was what brought you in.
1: I can't either. And I didn't expect to fall so hard once I did.
0: I feel like I used to come into either like your office or talk to you, and I would ask you, like have you did you watch last night, or like, did you watch? Um, last episode and you would always say that you watched the recaps yeah did, did you know Claire before I did not so what was your impression of Claire
1: okay so I've never seen her before Okay. so my first impression was okay cool another blonde great two hasn't she been on like a couple of these series so like you know yeah if it didn't then um mm, I don't know and then like and then third I was like wait she was proposed to before what is that like you know um and then when that happened with Dale even I kept thinking about that like I've been waiting my whole life for this <laughs> and I thought girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: it's happened about twice for you
1: Yes. And granted, I don't want to leave a really bad impression on people who have their second and third chances and things like that. But what I did notice in some of the episodes was there was just a whole lot of um, triggering behavior from her that then had us understand why it took so many series and two engagements and still didn't stick um ooh. and it was a whole lot about the patterns she was doing I was insanely like triggered what? by that what pattern yeah so I think her being the victim of a lot of things I yeah. think there was there was a whole lot of but what about me and my feelings or this isn't right but this is how I'm feeling I'm like ooh, that's like textbook gaslighting behavior right there you're so funny
0: yeah I noticed the same thing and And I've watched Claire on her first season. I watched her in, what, Bachelor Winter Games. I watched her in Bachelor in Paradise. And every single time I was never, like, I was never a stan of Claire, Um, I didn't really mind. I was just like, she's here. The people who she was always ending up with, I didn't care for them either. So I was like, great, Mm -hmm. you guys are good together. (laughs) Um, I know that she stands for like a lot of um, like female empowerment, um, being very strong willed and like owning that. And so I think from all of her experiences, she wears that well. And it's just become kind of her identity Mm -hmm. to the point where I was like, And this is where I get a little controversial. I think there are people out in this world who don't need a man or like a spouse or a significant other. They don't need it. They want it. And Mm -hmm. in my mind, Claire has gotten to the point where she doesn't need someone. Like, she's very independent. She's strong. She wants someone. But since she is like on that divide of need and want, she doesn't Mm -hmm. know how to be with someone else. That's what I think.
1: I think you're really onto something and I do understand that because I've even had a season of my life where I had to like relearn what it was like to have a partner because (laughs) you really create a feel for that void and I remember telling my husband like I was my own boyfriend once and I was never this whiny and then I met you and then I don't know what happened Um, but it, it was always me myself and I I would have me And there was a whole lot of sacrifice then to make room for him. And that doesn't happen in two weeks. So I think you're right. I really do think that she is so independent. Yes. And I think she knows so much about what and who she wants, which is really cool. But I wonder if there would be room for the person to be like a real human and not actually be perfect as a Mm -hmm. specimen
0: which is totally how they're setting dale up or even she's setting him up as this perfect specimen like she's obsessed and even in
1: the episode if you just kind of look at their dynamic he kind of couldn't get a word in and then the things that she liked that he said she did the smirk thing and then she would talk over the things she didn't want him to say i don't know
0: i mean i mean there's a lot that's going into this and i think heavily there was producer work i really think so because i mean I, i'll give it that because clear yes she's her own person she's very well defined dale is a, a sidekick to her and then producers like the third person in their relationship because the only reason we got a little tell-all today was because they needed to show that no they really wanted this. They really did want to leave. They weren't forced mm-hmm. to get engaged. But all that I saw when I was watching them was like, Dale is so like he's so nervous. He he he's not as no. he's not his normal confident self that we saw like last week. No. So I'm just a little I don't know. I wouldn't put money on it. Sorry, Claire.
1: Yeah. Well, I saw a meme that was, like, Dale's face when he thought he was going on The Bachelor (laughs) and then his face when he realized that he was unmarried at first sight. (laughs) And so, it's, you know, I think there could be a sense of competition with it, like, Broski's. She chose me. But I wonder if at all in his head he's like, oh, shit.
0: (laughs) A hundred percent. You can see it on his face. I really think so. Because
1: she's studied his Insta and his socials and all of that, Mm -hmm. and, like... I, I just feel like he, he tries to echo what she says yes. Um, to, I don't
0: know, to appease her maybe. I'm not sure. I think he's putting on a, a good face for the camera. And I think it was like, let's just give them like a couple months, see yeah. how they are. And then like, if they are still together, yeah. then like, I guess everything is what it is. Who he was in the episode when they were sneaking around and Claire was like, had him in his room and they were he was hiding from the boys and he was like using all this time he was so coy and like playful and mischievous and he was loving it either the attention or the mystery and he loved it and i just feel like claire she knew that her ending on the show was going to be a proposal and for the bachelor to get her off they needed a proposal I'm just not buying it, but that's me. I,
1: I know. I, I feel that. I feel that 100%. And I, I'm, i like, twofold about it. I'm happy for her that, you know, if she found love, which was the objective, mm-hmm. like, okay. But what then she put everyone else through. Um, that was know, so
0: sad. It was so sad to watch.
1: It was really sad. Or just her inherent just... Girl crush on Dale the entire time. These guys were really trying to um, get to know her and have her get to know them, and and so on the one hand, we know there's a little bit of what she can't help. But on the other hand, she did actually sign up for a process and decided to like, fuck it all off. So I don't know. I felt like she said this, she was like, I totally respect the process and all of that. And then Chris goes, well, you did kind of blow it up. (laughs) And and I echo that. I'm like, you know, I I there's this balance of like, knowing how you're feeling and honoring that. Yeah. Um, but it's another to like completely implode and leave the thing that made you.
0: Um, yeah.
1: When you do that.
0: That's a good point because that, that is totally her platform is, was given to her because of the show. And, and even if you wanted to say like, it was all production, like we didn't see everything. I think that they were like defining points that really did happen, that she did respond in a certain way that m- I was like, but you can't make that up. Like, that wasn't production. Like, she didn't give out a group rose. Yeah. Um, Um, She gave it to herself. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, Claire, that's a little bit, little (laughs) bit self-centered. She hid Dale in her suite. Um, Right. She got so mad when they, like, roasted him. Yeah. Um, And then she was like almost blind to the emotions of the boys when she was like starting to ask questions like, when did Dale say this? And Mm -hmm. some of them were like, I really just want to talk about us. And she was just like, okay, but what did Dale say? (laughs) And so even if there was like honest conversations between the other people or um, we just got like a certain edit, I don't think you can like disregard those choices that she made and and her feelings. I think she was very honest about it. so. It's it's there. It happens. Um, The bummer is we all knew it was gonna happen before we went into the season, so we were expecting. Mm -hmm. We were waiting for Tasha.
1: Were you waiting for Tasha? I was waiting for Tasha. Yes, I was waiting for Tasha when Claire was announced. I'll be honest.
0: That is a okay. Here's my question I want to throw to you. I don't know how to process this. I'm curious. Claire was chosen like near pandemic starting. I don't know when Tasha was super announced or like teased Mm -hmm. but i do know that with everything that happened with george floyd and the response and the mass like um protests and all of this like light being shed on Just racial injustices. This whole summer just made you kind of look at all the systems you're part of and be like, let's peel it back and see like what isn't adding up, who isn't isn't being represented. And The Bachelor and The Bachelorette was one show that really was criticized because there's not a lot of representation. Mm -hmm. Um, If there is, I mean they milk it. Like Rachel Lindsay has been milked for everything she's worth. And I mean, you hardly see, we're starting to see a lot more. Uh, black people and african-americans, but there's not a ton of like latin asian mm-hmm. You know, there's just not a lot of representation yeah. my question Do you think that this was a response to that where they were like we see that this is where this is heading? We know that Tayshia is, is a crowd favorite. We also know that she's uh, a mixed descent Do we bring her in to appease people? knowing that the next Bachelor is also going to be a Black man? Or did this all happen very organically? I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think Claire and her drama, like, there's no way they could have planned for that. Like, for her to completely, like, fuck the entire thing. Um, Right.
0: I heard Taysha was on the resort week one. Interesting. I
1: don't know. I I wonder if that's true, because I think if... Producers start and they're with these people a lot, like 24-7. Yeah. So if they start hearing Claire going like, that's my husband, that's my husband, they're really going to have to figure out like, how do we save this entire season if it's done in two days? So I wonder if that called in reinforcements. But I, I feel like that could have influenced it. But I also know that she's been in the conversation so long that it was going to be her. And if it wasn't, we would have our torches out and we would riot because we're like, who's this new chick? Where's Tasha?" Yes. That's kind of how I felt when it was announced. But at yeah. the same time, I feel like um, if it was any other bachelorette to kind of like step into that, mm-hmm. we would be insanely confused if it was someone else.
0: Which kind of makes me think back when Claire was announced, I wasn't super shocked because I know her very, like, I know her a lot. And I didn't know that there was, like, who else was in consideration. But it is kind of random for Claire to be all of a sudden the Bachelorette. Yeah. That's kind of a shocking choice. Right.
1: Especially if you've already had her on Winter Games. on You know, Mm -hmm. like, if if she's already been on those, I... I think that would be a fascinating choice um in that sense but i also saw tasia um and i think she was with jpj when that was announced right was she with him i that's a good
0: point there's I don't a possibility
1: know. or they just ended i don't know so there was i mean there was that to consider too so
0: maybe Yeah. i'm sure it will never be fully revealed and we should just be very happy Yes. the taste is on because when she, okay what was your reaction when she walked out of the limo last weekend this week
1: i had goosebumps i like, was grinning babe. i'm Completely, so. like double row smile and i don't smile like that i'm <laughs> like goosebumps because i'm like what a vision she was
0: gorgeous
1: yeah and just like the vibrancy of her aura and the energy that she brought you're like, ah
0: oh, yes. what the fuck was that that just walked out? Because this yes. this is this like you could tell when when she walked in and the boys saw her there was an energy shift it was like tangible totally. I felt it I was like these boys are totally. so happy to see her right well she looks good she walked in with like a very lively energetic uh, spirit and her yeah. speech was basically just like thank you guys I don't know how I got here but I'm so happy and I'm ready to talk with you and even when yeah. Claire had that whole same energy it was just different it was it was different it was different and i don't know how to explain it it was just different so it was like oh when she walked in yes it was and what a contrast because i don't i don't i mean i've watched seasons of claire but the first two three episodes of the season i was finding myself getting just so frustrated and annoyed with her just just in her Mm -hmm. her mannerisms the Mm -hmm. way that she talked um i know that it's going to be what someone loves about her someday, but I don't know if I could watch a whole season of her, honestly. Mm-hmm. So Taisha walking in and her smile was so bright and she looked so good. I was like, Taisha, I'm ready for you. Yes. <laughs> so, were there any standout people of the boys this season?
1: oh my right. gosh i'm still learning and me too, figuring me out names and things me too. um i think her and easy clearly because he got you know the group date rose but you can tell between them there was electricity uh-huh. like they were even talking about how giddy they are and then it matched the energy that they brought no but i also wonder was he the guy that was like the way claire looked at dale that's exactly what i want <laughs> was that him I mean, it wouldn't
0: surprise me. He's good with his words.
1: Because when he said that and then it kind of echoed that, like, the moment you walked into the room, I was like, this could be my wife. I'm like, that's a line from Claire's book. Um, (laughs) 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 So I wonder if he was just, like, feeling like that. I don't know. That's not against him or anything. But there were complete sparks with those two. Could
0: oh, totally I think so. Tell. I think for sure. And I think there mm-hmm. was also, there was one guy, see, I don't know the names either. The, it's just like with the yes. first three seasons, I didn't right. care because I just needed to know Dale and Claire. Mm-hmm. And so now I feel yep. like finally I can learn names and know who these people are. So right. the guy who went on the last one-on-one. Brendan? Was that his name? I think so. Let's call him Brendan. um when they were talking about how they both got a divorce yeah I was kind of I was very I think I was smiling then too not because of what because I think it's kind of a deep emotional thing but Mm -hmm. the fact that they won that he shared it with her and Mm -hmm. it was kind of like this piece to him where he was like because on the bachelor people lead with their deepest secrets or their trauma like they it's like the first thing that they're gonna mention in some way yeah. but it's also like really it, it's a lot to trust with someone and when he like opened up and shared it with him the way he said it and how how like he explained it it just made yeah. sense and i didn't pity right. him i just felt no. like wow you are so much stronger for that yeah and when she returned and she opened up with a, I was actually married in college too. And I've gotten divorced. divorce. I was like, oh my gosh, uh, you guys are just meeting on this emotional level that I haven't seen yet on mm-hmm. this season. Right, right. So I don't know if I would say that their chemistry is all the way there or if like he's a front yeah. runner. I just think that that moment was really sweet. And I, I agree. I think it was a good step in the right direction for them.
1: Yeah. And I bet there's like a level of understanding between those two because of those experiences that really create like more depth already because there's already commonplace with that because you don't know if the guy is thinking that. I I don't know at this point how much they know about Tisha, right? This probably happened really quick into it. And so that could have been his first time hearing it. And then the other guys will have to learn it not that that's her scarlet letter or anything but it will likely come up as a part of her story and
0: and and likewise for him i don't know if he told claire that i don't think we got to see enough of (laughs) conversation so like maybe he did um maybe he didn't but the fact that he was able to open up and yeah either one the fact that he opened up to her meant that he felt comfortable doing so. Or two, yeah. he just confessed this big deal to two people and Ugh. he faced almost rejection of the first time. That's a yeah. big step to follow it up and be like, I'm okay putting this out there again to <sighs> someone who could, you know, turn me down. That's mm-hmm. That's big stuff so it's true i have high hopes for them and he's cute but i don't know all the white boys look the same to me this season i can't get their names yet i'm so glad you said that because <laughs> i think the same and i don't know if it's because i'm asian
1: or if they all kind of <laughs> do kind of look alike.
0: they all look kind of alike and i know that there's like the vibe so like i know that this one white guy they don't like him i know the guy with the mustache i know yeah. like the rich guy i just like don't know their names yeah. or how to tell them apart
1: we still can't name them. Like, yeah. that's how ridiculous this last, I
0: know. like, couple episodes were. I know. What will the expectation be for tasha at the end? Right. She has three less weeks than normal. Are we still going to um, ask her to get engaged? Right.
1: And I, I also think, like, you know, with that one guy leaving having yeah. feelings for Claire did she pay much attention to him like at the beginning
0: I was kind of Claire or Tayshia.
1: uh Claire you know like he's stuck on her and oh. I wasn't sure
0: girl I don't know it's okay I think they but, went they might have been on a one-on-one
1: okay okay because he's really stuck on her and he ended up having to leave and yeah and that just makes me feel really like sad for Tasha to ever feel second yeah to ever have to question you know any of those things and and to go through this journey going like yeah well i wasn't the first choice for the producers not for a bunch of the guys um she has to carry that with her with her journey, and that's unfortunate and not fair. So while I'm very excited for this, like, zest and new energy that she brings, mm-hmm. I'm also, like, this queen needed her own damn season and announcement, like, six months Honestly. in advance. That hype on, you know, good morning America and shit, like, I wanted her to have that. I know, that's so true. Because she had to be secret the entire time.
0: I know, I didn't even put that together. I mean, she just came out, like two weeks ago on Instagram it was like surprise even if we've been hinting at it it was never confirmed
1: no she wasn't allowed to and can you imagine to to do that completely in secret and then
0: yeah do you remember who who season she was on do you remember I don't remember I'm gonna look it up well was it Colton I think I think it was Colton, and I think she got top three or something top three yes so I mean one she didn't make it to like the finale night she's top three she went on bachelor in paradise and she was with jpj who was mm-hmm. like what was your opinion on jpj <laughs> gosh i'm sorry jpj
1: stands but um if, if we were to marry a guy when he was in second grade
0: <laughs> honestly
1: i think it would be him.
0: jpj was extremely immature I think he set his sights on Tasha, but he was so easily pulled to other girls were like yeah. I don't know he was like quirky in his own self, and right. it worked for him, and it worked for Tasha for a little bit. But...
1: Yeah. I was shocked, though, because I was like, my girl Tasha speaks in very eloquent full sentences. She's yes. really even-keeled. Um, she was always just really observant and things like that, and then you got this guy, like, bouncing off the walls and throwing food, and you're like, alright, right. I mean, you're cool.
0: Right. And that's what I was <laughs> wanting to say, is that she never fully got which she- I think she deserved like her bar i don't know if she said it low or if she just like it was given to her low but it was low Uh. and even like walking into this season she didn't get to pick any of those guys um which i think the bachelor and bachelorettes like do have some kind of say Mm, um right because i know that like sean do you know sean Mm low he's very white christian and he got engaged to um this girl who's a filipina so she's half and then they have this like beautiful mixed family so they're like a big success story Mm -hmm. and i this is the only time i remember anyone on the bachelor bachelorette talking about picking anyone is that he had a cast that was actually like really diverse and one of the girls who i think she was black she pulled him aside and like the first night she was like i just want to address this like very obviously we can tell like we look different than each other how is this going to affect us because i don't want to just be here if i'm going to be like the token you know Mm -hmm. black girl and he was like like trust me when i talked to the producers they asked me what type of girl i wanted on the show and i told them every everyone i want every person to be represented whatever so i do not hold that against you like i don't want that to be something i want us to like take it as a foundation and like grow from it. Like let's learn from our differences and like have that. And that was the only time I ever heard of someone admitting that like they had a say mm-hmm. in who got on the show. And I know Claire probably, she got a lot of older men because she was mm-hmm. so old, but even still Tasha's entering into a group of people who spent a whole pandemic thinking that they were going to go meet the oldest bachelorette who was Claire, yes. who was blonde hair, white skin and she's coming in kind of like surprise yeah which is for your imposter syndrome I bet that's just like through the roof
1: exactly and especially when like a person of color who's already running through those things is it because of this reason like it might not have anything to do with you know your background or things like that but I don't have the privilege of not having that cross my mind.
0: Exactly, yes. which is why I know that this is going to be a theme for her this season, mm-hmm. and I just worry about how that's going to come to fruition. I do think okay. she's a really strong woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's put a lot of thought and process, and you know, processing into this whole thing. So, do I think that she will grow from this experience? A hundred percent. Whatever happens, I was okay that this guy left because yeah, it was kind of like the most honest thing he could have done i agree and i just wanted to like i was so happy he was honest and i was surprised that taisha was kind of like no like you should stay like you owe it to yourself just to see and i agree with that but i think also like if he's saying he's not here for you because he has feelings for someone else i don't think you should push that
1: no i don't think so either so, gosh, isn't that such, like, a tough situation? Because you're right. Now it just makes you wonder, like, who's the one not speaking right. up but feeling the same way?
0: I was so happy he said, like, he looked at her and he was like, no, trust me. Like, I am the only one in that room who feels this way. Like, they're all here for you. Like, I like that yeah. he took that step and, and affirmed true because it right. it would shake your confidence. This whole it season works. has been a whole season of not normal yeah. but like very real mm-hmm. you know it's so, like we used to right. think like if you met someone on night one and you love them why would you go through the whole show well claire right. did that and she left and right. why are we mad at her for that it's like that's her honest right. feelings mm-hmm. same with this guy if he didn't feel it with her he left like that should be something that we're okay with right um, i just hope that Tasha can handle it i think she can i think she can i I
1: hope she's able to weed out anyone that wasn't here for her and yeah. you know all of that because that's really unfortunate for her circumstances
0: yeah
1: i don't know you're right like i I, I guess that's the the tricky thing like you're right we shouldn't be mad at claire because mm-hmm. why go through the process if you already know but did you just use then the show um to find it and then completely like combust your whole contract i mean yeah so good for you but also like (laughs) i don't know like it's hard to know who to really stand for because yeah on the one hand we're glad that she didn't fake her way through or put the guys through yet more weeks of what did dale say about me because that would be much harder so, so good for Claire for leaving.
0: Yeah, good for Claire. And and you know what? It worked out. She's good for us. Good for us. Good yeah. for Tasha too.
1: Good for Tasha. And I hope she's able to completely own her part of the journey and her slice of the story because mm-hmm. she 100% deserves it.
0: Oh my gosh, 100%. Yeah. I think we're only I'm worried because there are some people in the previews that I was like but you're not the one who I want her to be with, so why are they showing us pictures of him? I know. I'm worried about where this is going, and I'm worried about the guy with the mustache. Um, I know. I will say my favorite is Jordan C. Do you know who that is? Do I know? I don't think so. He What's is he look like fine. He <laughs> is. I mean. He's like look him up. Look him up. I can't describe him. He has like a buzz cut. He's clean-shaven. He's not super macho. You know, probably like skinny built. I think he has glasses. I think he is the most adorable thing and they look so good together. Let me know when you find it.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's that's who I think is really cute isn't he so cute he is so cute yeah definite hubby vibes it's so funny because like my ass thought his name was Steven (laughs) (laughs) so oops I think he's cute I love how he talks He's very articulate, you can tell. Yes. No games. Like he's not trying to puff his chest bigger than the next dude, which I think when the bunch of guys are put together, that's annoying to me.
0: Yeah. Same.
1: Where where all they want to do is compete and you're like, are you that insecure? Like, do you have to overcompensate like that? Um, right. <laughs> and and it seems like Jordan is very focused. And yes. yeah. So maybe that's boring for a show like this, but That's so funny we both thought of him.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, when I saw him tonight, like, talking to her, I was like, you guys look so cute together. And it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't even matter, like, their conversation. I don't even remember what they talked about. I just thought that they looked good together. And every time I see him, I'm like, oh, you're so handsome. (laughs) (laughs) I think... Here's, here's a question, because he's very calm and collected and articulate. Yeah. She is, too. She's, she holds herself right. very well. Is that the ki- type of guy she needs, or does she need someone a little more, like, easy to, like, be a little more, you know, energetic and loose cannon? Exactly. I think that's the question. I mean that's a big
1: deal because I I know most couples tend to balance each other out, which mm-hmm. means they're not necessarily usually the same and all of that. And and one thing I think about partners is they they ought to grow you. So if they're just like you, then they won't grow you. Um, yeah. So they they you know my husband's a little bit more outgoing and much goofier than I am, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of the Tasha in how tisha and jordan i'm i'm more reserved i am more articulate in other ways and my husband's gonna like bounce around in circles and um that's important for me because then he brings me out of my shell i remember talking to him once and saying gosh you know i you just got up and danced the other day and i wanted to do it but my body wouldn't do it
0: i understand
1: tell me about you and your hubby because what does that balance look like for you two
0: well, it's completely opposite because to what you're describing, because mm-hmm. I would say he's the one who really keeps the rain on us. He's the most even person. I've said it in so many pot. He's so <laughs> even. He can probably hear me right now. But it's like um, when we were dating, we never fought. Not really. Um, and I, I mean, we would like, you know, ha- talk about hard things and we would process a lot but we never fought he said he would never yelled except for in the army um and i didn't really believe him because no everyone told me once you get married you'll see like a completely different side of him um and then like a year into our marriage i was at my family's house and i remember telling them the Jigon that you see is exactly the same Jigon that i see he never changes he's the mm-hmm. same level like he gets yeah. playful and he gets a little you know quiet but he never goes yeah. too high or too low whereas i am <gasps> high 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 some days <laughs> deep in the trenches the next day so right. i don't know if that's like Super what you're describing and, and you and your husband, but mm-hmm. I do know that I needed him to remain constant yeah. to remind me where middle is. I need him to tell me that oh. but he needs me to pull him up and pull him down sometimes. So yeah. oh, oh.
1: my gosh. I love how you describe that though he like helps you find balance. Yes. So my husband is very goofy. I'm up and down emotion wise and he's my even.
0: Oh interesting. You
1: know? So yeah. like he's goofy energetically. Goofy, mm-hmm. but emotionally, I'm I'm the one bouncing. So it's it's a funny balance, but we need it. Like you need yeah, him yes, to yes. find balance, and I need mine to find balance. So with just these two relationships we have here, I yeah. don't know what anyone else is like, right. but it sounds to me that Tasha might need someone with a little more umph. Maybe that's why JPJ mm-hmm. made so much sense because. He was yeah. equal parts crazy as she was, you know, put together.
0: Did you notice, did you know that about your husband? Did you experience it before you got married? Like, did you think it would change when you got married? Or were you like, I know exactly who he is and that's what I need in my life?
1: Yes, I I think by then I had done a lot of relationship growth with a lot of the ones that didn't work out that I I was able to recognize that, that like I found him Mm -hmm. like we shook hands and then I looked up his Facebook that night. It was, it was pretty, (laughs) yeah, and and if you're intuitive, you know, you, you kind of feel it. So like, Mm -hmm. all right, Claire, you got me, you Mm -hmm. can tell.
0: Right. Well, you can tell when you've done a lot of work in yourself and when you've had experiences with people, maybe someone who like is just out of college, hasn't had a relationship, wouldn't be able to.
1: Exactly. And and I realized. That, you know, a lot of relationships can have the optics of it, but not the core of what you ha- what you really mm-hmm. need. Um, and I was caught up in that for, you know, a number of years before I met him. So that was really helpful. And so I was drawn to the goofiness. Yeah. But I was also drawn to like him in a suit, so it was the, <laughs> the both. But when we got married, I, I realized what living with that goofiness was like. It was well balancing of me, but sometimes I'm like, okay, don't talk to me for a good minute. Right. I gotta. Right. So to answer your question, yes, that that was who I saw, and that's who I'm still married to. Um, how we figure out how we work that was that was our dance yeah but who doesn't have to do that dance right
0: well right i bet dale and claire are doing that dance right
1: now totally especially because like it's different to go get ready to go see them and it's another to be like oh hey yes
0: (laughs) and it's also one thing to like on paper make a lot of sense which i think claire knows about dale and she like looked him up and she read all this stuff she knew that like on paper they both like it made sense and then she made it happen. And I think yeah. he's just like catching up. Right? I think so. He's, he's catching like, up. okay, I guess. Okay. That's where yeah. We are. And uh, when he proposed yeah. or something, yeah. she said something along the lines of like, we made it happen or like, it's crazy. Yeah. It finally happened. And he was basically like, and I accepted it or something yeah yeah he said something like that in in passing and even
1: in that conversation with Chris Harrison he was like what's next and she's like babies and he was like well actually you know getting to um, know each other (laughs) he was not into that and she did not care that he was not like I think that was really important to to really see that she was really like running this show
0: a hundred percent she's just ready to go and I think that you know I'm hoping that we can separate the Claire from the Tasha moving forward right yes, I think just for like all of our mental health and emotional health, I agree just being able to like separate yes. and I hope the guys will be able to continue right. to have this like you know excitement for Tasha because it was really infectious and it left me in a good mood. so yes. I'm hoping that it stays that way I agree
1: and and really, yeah, I think after this episode, let's not bring her up either just to be fair to yeah. Taisha, we never spend. You know, other episodes yes. talking about their dudes when it was Peter. Right. I mean, there's a whole lot of other stuff to talk about with Peter. So let's, <laughs> let's give it to our queen and all of that. Now, I wanted to ask you one thing. So yeah. you're intuitive as well. How did you know or at what point did you know with g
0: That he was like it? Yeah. Ooh, that is such a good question. Here's something that you need to help me with because i have only began to learn myself having been friends with you um so i don't think i was very intuitive when i was dating him Mm -hmm. i don't think i because i he was my first big relationship um and so for the first like six months it was really 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 light um it was like very friendly like we were becoming really good friends and he was also kind of exploring Christianity which was a big thing and so I was able Mm -hmm. to like separate it was almost like I wouldn't let myself think of him in that way until Mm -hmm. I had some kind of commitment for him or from him, Um, which sounds very performative, but it was pretty organic, um, Mm -hmm. how it all happened. So I don't think I really thought about him in that way or knew he would be the one who I would, you know, eventually be with until we were, have I told you this story? Maybe not. I've told you this story. I'm so sure of it. Um, You're right. Yes. I told you it. Right? Yes. At the coffee. Yes. 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 So we were doing Punnett squares. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially we were sitting there, we were talking about like, I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about, so when you're dating someone, you talk about them in the beginning as like, so the person that I'll marry someday or like, my future husband, I really want him to be like this. And we were using those terms with each other for like the first six months. And I told him that I never imagined my kid not to be blonde because it's just not been, you know, in my face. Oh, Um, Not that I am not open to it. Obviously I just like didn't, think about it i always thought he was someone who would give me a blonde baby you're right yeah he was like he seemed sad about it and he was like no it's possible and i was like no i don't think so because of the punnett squares like in high school you know (laughs) it doesn't work like an asian would be very dominant over yeah blonde you know black hair over blonde and so essentially that was like the turning point to where we i started imagining him because i started speaking to him in that way like oh not my future husband it was like if we were to get married someday or when we get married or when we're together and it was even just that verbiage switch yeah. that i started even contemplating it and i think since that point i was like i'm in i could i could get married to you tomorrow It was that fast of a switch. Like, I remember telling, like, my roommates, like, the next weekend, like, hey, you know, Jigon and I talked about getting married. And, like, honestly, if he asked me tomorrow, I would say yes. Like, it was so fast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I was intuitive. I just think i switched my thinking and that changed things. I don't know. I would give anything to go back and just, like, watch our relationship, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it did sound intuitive because all of a sudden it's a decision you wouldn't go back on. And that's like really yeah. bold to say. What how did your friends react? Now I'm curious because if my friend was like, actually no, my friend did say that with her now husband. Um would you be shocked? We were shocked at the time and now but we were shocked at first cuz we were like that was the first date. But also Oh, oh my gosh, um, the first date. I think that's that phenomenon of like if you know, you know. Mm. And um And I think you get to that certain age when a woman want- says that you like yeah. actually believe her because oh, there man. is a switch that happens and that's the one, you know. When did you know? Mm, we had to long distance. And so the thing about about my husband and I was that uh, he came to Minnesota for a conference. We met at, Mm -hmm. you know, and after get together and and we shook hands and I, the way he was introduced was, um, oh, you work, you work with kids. So does Nick. and I think at that point I was really drawn to that because the people I was with before wasn't working with kids and didn't understand that part of my heart and that service orientation of how I am. Mm that that was really attractive to me and so we shook hands and i'm like what's your last name what's you from like i'm you know logging this information for later and i was <laughs> grilling him about what he did for work so um after that though he flew back to portland oh and, my gosh. and so we were chatting online um with our two hour difference uh, but really it was friendly at first because after a conference you're you're just
0: networking starting real, yeah just networking going yeah. like
1: hey how's it going Da da da. but i know uh people were asking for my number and he left without asking for mine and uh-huh. i felt funny about that which uh-huh. i think would be the first indicator of like all these people did but i'm like this guy wouldn't even do that what um uh-huh. it indicated that i wanted him to so, so we long distanced for a bit um, and then he came to visit like a month and a half later of like this chatting thing that we were doing and he was like, I'm going to Chicago. I might stop by to Minnesota. I'm like, okay. <laughs> 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 and so when he came, the excuse was, I'm going to tour guide you around the Twin Cities. So we, we mm. legit sailed Calhoun. We went to Mickey's Diner, walked to the cathedral. Like, oh my I gosh. Took them- I took him to all the best spots. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did. And then at the end of it, we were
0: like, "So what now? What do we do?" So if, on and- that on that day, yeah. it, it must have felt like it felt it felt there. Okay, it it felt like
1: I don't think I'm gonna be able to friends on this one. I love <laughs> and- it. And we both were like, I don't believe in long distance. And I firmly didn't believe in long distance because relationships are meant to be shared experiences. And I felt like I was too young to like dedicate my heart to someone I couldn't spend my day with. And so we really left it at, okay, well, let's see where this goes and maybe he'll fly back in two months. And I was like, okay, I can live with that. Soon after that, I was like, F it, this is my boyfriend. I call him that um I get to see my boyfriend in two months like (laughs) we were
0: we were were there you were we were
1: there yeah but really I think five months of long distance later and I think that was like three visits I oh my
0: gosh
1: I I had a few drinks and was like I think we're gonna get married (laughs) and he's like let's just let's <laughs> get there when we get there it's
0: like babe babe no yeah
1: like let's just date let's have fun and and you know here here's me like i want to have your babies it's yeah. so funny now to think back but i think it was from a space of wow this one this one feels different but i was immediately drawn to him when we shook hands so
0: uh. when you Talk to your friends about him and it had been like five months and you had only seen yeah. him on like three long or three visits yeah was it something that they were like i get it i see it it's there like go for it or do you think they were a little hesitant too because long distance is like no joke it's no joke um i'm trying to
1: think back
0: i also um, asked because what i saw from Jigon and his u of m friends is that yeah. no one was getting married Everybody was like right. getting their career yeah. under control, trying to get their visa to stay in America. Like it was like big stuff. And my friends all got married my senior year. So, like, I was taken to going to their weddings as like my plus one. And like it was yeah. at the forefront of our conversation. So, when I, I think when I told my roommates that I was like in it, they were like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh my God, you're late to the game. But you went to U of M and you have a little bit of a different perspective. So, like, what yeah. do you think was your. Perspective on, like, marriage and, like, timing and your friends' thoughts.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll start with this. Um, Nick and I didn't get married until I was 27. When did you start dating? We started dating when I was 23 or four.
0: Oh, so you were already... So, you basically, I am
1: I'm, I'm tracking with the U of M friends. So, none of my friends were getting married. Yes. Either. Actually, yes. at that point, only one of my friends... Uh, no, I don't think she was married yet either. So um wow. yeah my friends and I we got married at
0: 27 28 29 um I forget oh. but you're older yeah. than me sometimes. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in that sense we were at the season of that mm-hmm. but it was definitely later in life than you would find um in in your story and, and at Bethel sometimes yeah but but yeah so at that point I I think I was 23 Gosh, I care I think I was 23. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So I was 23 when I met him. Uh, so we were both out of college. We were both working full time. Mm. And so I think at that point in life, when you when you say that, then, you know, it's it makes sense. It made sense for all of our timelines. And even when I felt it at 23, we didn't get married until three years later. So for four. Yo, timelines. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <It's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, there was definitely quite some time in between, and I got married closer to 30. Yeah. So,
0: do you think that you, I mean, do you have any regrets just looking back on your relationship with him? How things no. turned
1: out? No, I think our previous relationship prepped us to love each other well now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really appreciate um, my post grad years. To, that I worked on me before I met him like my my degrees don't say his last name on there and i am really proud of that because i'm like yeah that was me Yeah. although i will say he was my emotional base yeah. <laughs> throughout that entire thing right but that was the last piece of paper that it just had my name on it and i owned it mm-hmm. and then i i had an insta post that i was like now that i have ma after my name i'm good with mrs in front of it and oh, i
0: love that yeah
1: yeah and and i really do feel that so i feel like the timing of where he came in my journey taught me to treat a really sweet guy well. Mm-hmm. Whereas had he come in my life earlier, I may not have felt that or known to.
0: Wow. That was yeah. very articulate, eloquent. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I think, I mean, we've talked about it, just you and I, about how you were very close to making decisions about you know teaching abroad what, after you graduated. Yes and how that was also something I thought that I would do and it never worked out because I was in a very loving relationship with my um, boyfriend. But I think, and I've talked about it on my last podcast with my friends, um, that there's a level of like, I don't wanna say privilege again, because it's not a privilege to be with someone. Well, it kind of is, but to be you know supported by someone financially, um, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally. right. Um, there are things that I'm okay not doing. I'm okay pulling back from right now because I have him, you know, like social circles or even like commitments or jobs. I was okay walking away from my teaching job because mm-hmm. I knew that I was going to be entering into a union with my husband who could financially support me. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have someone and i had those like you know three four years right after college i think i really would have needed to know myself grow from myself and be confident in my abilities and and you know formulate responses and experiences that i don't think i totally got um i was engaged my first year out of college so i wasn't like married i was mm-hmm. wasn't also alone so mm-hmm. i think that there's something to be said about that time and how influential it can be because right now i feel like i can pull back from everything i can scale back 100 and he's going to be there supporting me thank goodness i have like that one year where i did have to navigate the world a little bit more by myself so I don't know. I think that bringing it back to The Bachelor, um, Tasha and Claire, they've obviously gone through a lot of life experiences that have made mm-hmm. them into who they are. And I think we saw with Claire um, because she knows 100% who she is. And she spotted Dale and she said, that's my man. And she's able to walk away with him. Um, and mm-hmm. I think the same for Tasha. I think that she's got a good head on her shoulders. She has yeah. experiences with Colton and with JPJ, which were emotionally you know a learning experience and I think she grew from them so yeah it's fun and I think it's so fun
1: to hear hear about this and then learn more about you and Jigon and Likewise. Like, we know where you're at now. We, we've we heard how you guys get together. Um, yeah. We know what his voice sounds like. And now it's like we get to hear her. <laughs> she tells all of, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> of the sides of things. And you know, I think you're doing so much growth, even married. And I know that's also Thank a you. season mm-hmm. and and a lot of work. And so awesome that you have a partner. And I'm sure there's so much individual learning that you've been doing this entire time yeah that um thanks to
0: you thanks to him (laughs) but thanks to you
1: uh it's fun for all of us right I mean while we're growing we might as well do that
0: together okay
1: I have something for you if you could talk to Claire and say this is what I hope for you what do you say
0: from this point on
1: from this point on like we're done talking about you but here's here's my hope for you my hope
0: for you what I would say, knowing from Claire from previous seasons, she had like this letter that her dad, he passed away and he wrote a letter to her to open like when she finally found the guy who she was going to spend her life. Um, and she even had being with two other guys engaged. She's never opened it, I believe to this day. And I know that relationship from like a father to daughter and, and, you know, at the wedding and, and how important that is and how influential it is. And I know that that's probably a big hole in her heart and a sore spot. I would say to her that my hope would be that you find in Dale everything that your dad wished for you and that you feel able to read that letter. That's probably what I would say, mm. um, Ooh, because good. I don't know. I know that she's been with some tools in the past. Yeah, She's a strong woman. And she said tonight, I think my dad would be very proud, you know, but I want her to read those words. And I want her to be in a place where she can.
1: Yes. That's my
0: hope for her. I
1: love that. And I love that you know it from a context perspective that you even know about this letter and all of that. I think that's a really great thing. Not that she needs our advice, but it's a good way for us to, like, cap yeah. her off. I would say um, have the longest engagement you can. And then <laughs> I would also yeah. say, you know, I know you liked what you saw, but study him harder than you study you. Okay.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Because I, I think she
1: likes what she sees, yeah, and will fill her brain up with what's already there. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that he has more room to talk than what we've been seeing.
0: That could be a really great piece of advice. Just take your time and listen and see what's yeah, there. Right. If I could see her and you know have a conversation where she wouldn't take offense, I wonder if it would, if it would, if she would be offended if if someone were to say to her like, maybe you're not quite there. Yeah. You know? I wonder if she would be in a place where she's able to hear that and go for it or if she's like yep this is it i'm ready she seems amped up i would agree loves him
1: i just hope it matches and we don't get to know that
0: i think that her past relationships the one that are on screen i think that her relationship with dale makes more sense than them so um i hope that that means something I think Dale is great,
1: so I really do hope the best for those two.
0: What about your hope for Tasha from this my, point tonight?
1: Yes, from this point tonight, my hope for Tasha is, is that she also stays true to the process, but herself in it the entire way. Mm. And um, I hope that she just is able to have fun because it seems like a grueling process that if you don't walk out with a partner, yeah. like, you know, a bunch of them have like Hannah's still single. Yeah. Um, Becca is single now. Just enjoy the dates and then we'll see if a byproduct would be a man.
0: I agree I would say don't settle if you are forcing anything be super cognizant of that and then don't settle it's okay to walk away at the end it's fine we've seen it before yeah don't settle because she seems pretty quality and um, if it's not there that's not it's not a fault of hers right it's not there so
1: you know Taysha a little bit more right like from other seasons and things
0: um maybe not Okay,
1: because I wonder how she is as a lead. You know, um, typically, yeah. Uh, you know, um, because I I wonder. Yeah, I I don't know much about her. Where I'm thinking on the other shows, maybe we learned more about her. I
0: I know that people know her to be a very elegant person. I would compare her to like a Becca or a Rachel mm. Lindsay because sure. they are. They both didn't have that much drama because they were like, I'm not here for it. I know what I yeah. want. And it was like a, people don't like the season because it wasn't dramatic like Hannah B sure. season. Yeah. Um, but they found lasting relationships aside from Becca. Like they f- were able to find the person because they didn't have all the frills. And with Taysha, I think she has that as a foundation, but she's a little bit more flirty and, and fun. So yeah. I hope that it's entertaining. Mm -hmm. Um, but if it's not, I think we should not care because she's probably doing the work to find her husband.
1: Yeah. And who knows, she yeah. might end up with a celebrity after, kind of.
0: Who knows? <laughs> you know? She's gorgeous.
1: I think so, too. And I'm really excited to really for the representation. I'm so, so excited to see, you know, someone who's got beautiful brown skin just working good. it. Yes, I, I'm i really excited about that because that's, that's... It's overdue. Yeah. It's so overdue. And to see beautiful dark hair and
0: yeah, all of that. And back-to-back. Because coming up next is Matt James, and that'll be interesting too.
1: You know, one thing, oh, should I open a new can?
0: Yes, open
1: it. They are lighter dark people. And that is a problem in Asia. In Asia? That the lighter skinned Asians are often casted on TV, and I'm seeing lighter skinned dark people. So it's almost this
0: lukewarm of like, they got a slice of diverse but still pretty white i'm glad you said that i know that taisha is mixed Yes, and i know that that's also kind of like i mean it has its own connotation in society and i would love to hear her background on that and see like what i would love to you know know more about that and in the preview there was a contestant who was like we're both yeah yeah mixed so i'm wondering if that'll be a um kind of a storyline somewhere i hope it is but with matt james i know i listened to like rachel Lindsay's podcast and she has called him out so many times because he didn't um condemn hannah b for saying the n-word oh Mhm I saw that. So he's like he was really posting about being very proud of his his skin and like all the stuff this summer Black Lives Matter really really into mm-hmm. it. But he never spoke out against that. And yeah. Rachel Lindsay was like, if I had him on this podcast, I would ask him straight out, like, why didn't you speak out? About- and it makes sense for Rachel, who's been talking about yes. all of this stuff from a Bachelor perspective. She's been carrying the show with diversity for like <laughs> really? seasons. Yes. I can tell that she would sit down and be like, if you're going to enter into this role as the first Black Bachelor, mm-hmm. you need to be able to speak out against like all of this X, Y, and Z. So I don't know sure. what's going to happen but Ooh. thanks for opening yeah. that can of worms let's see if yes it, more if it later over
1: yes i i also i heard it um in i think one of the et or extra or something interviews where they're like how does it feel to be you know the second black bachelorette and she's like i'm also mexican and so what? yeah so i'm really glad that she even like Ooh. vocalized it where she's like nice. i'm not just black so so that you know i'm i'm also mexican okay so. so
0: that to me is so interesting me too, me too because i had no idea it's kind of like kamala harris who yeah i mean she's what is she indian and and black mm-hmm. and see if you looked at her she might portray us you know one thing whereas right. it could be a couple of different things and i want to i just i want to know from Tasha's perspective like what has that been like yeah. in your life and like how does that contribute to who you are because mm-hmm. i had no idea that's interesting yeah it is so uh, more on that next time that. and we'll <laughs> yeah. see her parents i mean in the previous they were there so i hope that there's yeah. that you know that's interesting i didn't know that with that <laughs> oh my god <gosh. laughs> um there's so much more to talk about but i think, I think so. it would be good you know a, this is a good send-off of this episode and then yes. maybe next week we'll learn a little bit more maybe we'll be back and do it yes. episode. It was fun talking to you tonight. Thank you so much for hopping on. Yes. Literally 1030 on a work night. We are rebels. (laughs) (laughs) rebels. Okay, well, I'll let you go. But Mm -hmm. thanks again for hopping on. And and I'm sure we'll talk again soon.